This call is now being recorded. Hello, everybody. Welcome to week 14 of the Barnhart Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, two-time Barnhart champion um, and playoff contender, and I am joined this week by my host uh, and good, 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 great pal, uh, one-time champion, Dylan Barnhart. Dylan, would you like to say hello? Not a playoff contender this year, which is sad. But um, yeah, let's just get right into it. I don't, I don't have much great things to say about the regular season, but uh, let's just get into the podcast. And it's good to be with you once again, Al. It's good. It's good to be here. It's, it was a couple of weeks off, and I'm, I'm glad we're back together. It's always a good time, but. Um, I think I think the the agenda this week is we're gonna cover Week 13 very briefly with a focus on the uh, teams that are going to be heading to the losers bracket. Um, then we're gonna go uh, take a brief overview of uh, the the winners bracket as a whole. Uh, we're gonna look at some of the matchups, um, and then we're we're gonna kind of uh, dive into some predictions a little bit, uh, looking out uh, for the rest of the playoffs. So. Uh, hang tight. It's going to be a good one this week, I think. But what do I know? It's always a good one, Al. Don't sell the podcast I, short. I, I would never. I, I'm the biggest proponent and salesman of the podcast. It's it's a wild ride. It it should be it should win a uh, it should win a Grammy, the the first Grammy for podcast. That's what I think. <laughs> um, oh, I'd love it. Our podcast. <laughs> Ten listens a week wins a Grammy of podcasting. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Hey, you you never know. It's on Spotify now. Maybe it takes off. Um, it's, but I I, I think cool. I think uh, I think heading right into your matchup um, with with Jergy is, is probably a good place to start because uh, we'd kind of the good segue from. Uh, you know what we had just talked about. Um, I, I I did the math. I think you, you were you were only one win away from uh, from making the playoffs there. I think I think you would have had a better winning percentage if uh, you would have would have beaten Jersey this week, or if you would have won any of your last three. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm I think sure. I'm, not... to, I, I'm pretty sure I needed Sorry, to win, and then for. Uh, or for Nick Paul to have lost in order to get in. Um, so, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't great for me. It was I just 
I think I started off the season 2-0-1 and, and finished 4-7-2. and two. It, it just wasn't my year. Uh, team got stagnant. I guess I could have tried to do more moves during the course of the year, but I, I thought my team was good and it would just work itself out. But uh, Kamara, Lockett, Evans, Eckler being hurt, those guys. I mean, I just never got the consistent performances from those types of guys. It would just be one guy here, another guy there. Just wasn't enough and just didn't cut it this year. Just wasn't good enough. So, sucks, but uh, credit to Jerky on the win. So, it's a pleasure to uh, play the general. But uh, he killed me. He killed me for good for the season. Yeah. Well, and, and, and that's, that's rough after, you know, everything you did to, to will Jergy in last year. You know, you would have thought that Jergy would have, uh, hoped to repay the favor, but at least you didn't have a, uh, Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger situation on your hands where, uh, I would have, would have looked into it and would have been like, Dylan, why didn't you start one or the other? So at least you didn't have to deal with that this week. Yeah. And I no longer have to deal with that again. So that's nice. That's true. Yes, that's, yeah. that's the Next. one silver lining to my season being ended. <laughs> I don't have to hear that. Is that going to impact your draft next year too? Yeah, make sure I only have one quarterback who I can really start each week so I don't have to hear criticism about the guy if he doesn't do so yeah. hot. Or just pull a Joel and don't even draft a quarterback and just see how that yeah. goes. Well, in that case, we can move right along to Joel, who, man, 77 in, in week 13, he deserved that toilet bowl, <laughs> that performance. I mean, yes, I would have, I would have needed to have won my matchup, but when you kind of need Joel to beat someone and he loses 182 to 77, I mean, I know 182, there wasn't going to be a way you could beat that, but Man, 77, that's embarrassing. And I well, love Joel, but fuck you, Joel. You deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, Joel was right in that he had, you know, he he, he had a lot of close games down the stretch. I, I mean, Joel had an outside shot of still making the playoffs. Um, you know, I, I would have picked him at, as my dark horse candidate, and I think I did after, like, week nine. You know, he had Christian McCaffrey coming back. Uh, he had just picked up Antonio Brown. You know, things weren't looking terrible for Joel. Joel just had to win a couple of games, um, and it, it could have been a much different season. Um, you know, but it, it, it was not Joel's year. Uh, just unfortunate that Joel's going to be kissing a toilet for uh, his second year in a row and his second year in the league. Um, Joel's got to figure some things out for next year. I don't, I don't know what. Uh, he's probably got to – I mean, I know Joel's a, a good fantasy player, so it, it has to do with um, – I don't know. Like, maybe he doesn't anticipate our, our, our league's drafting style well enough. Maybe your scheduling has, has uh, prevented another talented player from uh, reaching their true potential, but – um, a smarter, smarter men than I will will come to a conclusion on that. Yeah, and I know that injuries really did impact Joel this year, but at the same time, I think it it impacted a lot of rosters. 
Masters this year. I mean, it was yeah. just a weird year. And so, yeah, I I hope Joel is a prideful person and that this stings him. I mean, getting laughed two years in a row in your only two years and being in a league, that's, that's a little embarrassing. So I, I want to see better from Joel next year. I want it. I think we we all want it. Um, and 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 moving on, I, I think a, a good another point on that is Vinny too. And I mean, Vinny had a a, a better start to the year this year, right? I mean, like you know, and, and he was he was a game away from making the playoffs. Um, and a lot of his guys. You know, this week, you know, the Vikings really tried to carry Vinny into the playoffs. Um, he he just ended up, you know, not being able to muster just quite enough of an effort against Pete. Um, Pete really showed up when he needed to. I, I mean, Pete's record at 6-7 and seven is not indicative of the kind of season that Pete put together. I mean, he had a really good draft. He has a really solid team. If Pete didn't make the playoffs, that would have been a, a bigger uh, disappointment than than Vinny. But, you know, even still, Vinny didn't have a bad team by any stretch. I mean, uh, the the Justin Jefferson uh, uh, draft pick and then dropping him and then picking him back up uh, for $40. Um, I, I mean, Vinny knew what he was doing in drafting him. Um, and, and that was that was a really shrewd, it was a really intelligent pick because um, he ended up being a, a really great young wide receiver who has a great future ahead of him in this league. Um, but what happens when a immovable object meets a meets a brick wall or whatever that phrase is? Uh, in, in this case, Pete Pete is the the brick wall, um, and no nobody nobody's when when the when the chips are down, the game's on the line. Uh, Pete, Pete is analogous to, to Michael Jordan. You know, he's, he's going to come through in the clutch. Um, and that's, that's what happened here. Yeah. And Vinny, like you, like we've said, another, like Joel, second year in the league, another year missing the playoffs, but his team was feisty down the stretch and he had a solid team that if he would have, made it into the playoffs, he he could have sprung an upset on someone. Uh, I, I think he could have, like, potentially won a game. But, like you said, Pete, he was the more deserving team to be in the playoffs, if we're being honest, based on uh, the scoring. He, he was the second-highest scoring team in the league this year. So, he was he was very stout, and it would have been a real shame for him not to have been in the playoffs. So it, it it's sad that Vinny wasn't quite able to do it. He really put a good effort. He, he was really just a game away. But uh, see you next year, Vin. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And and I, I don't know. I probably would have thought that Vinny's team was maybe a little bit more deserving than, than Nick Paul's. But, hey, that's – that's kind of what that's what the regular season is for. So, um, I mean, on that note, the only other person is is Ryan Meyer, who, as we know, checked out I think probably five weeks ago uh, from fantasy football, uh, much to the chagrin of the commish. Um, 
But I mean, he still put together. I mean, Ryan Ryan gave it a a, a good effort. You know, he, he wasn't pulling a Jake Borkowski or a Justin Loncaric. Um He was still fighting here. I mean, he was still setting his lineups. I mean, you, you got to tip your hat to Ryan on that, even though you know, he wasn't maybe as involved with the league this year. I mean, he still didn't just completely give up and uh, throw in the towel. Um, I mean, Ryan's team, I mean, it went down to Tuesday night. Um, and had, you know, some things gone different ways, um, you know, Ryan, you know, if Ryan starts Ezekiel Elliott over Miles Sanders or, uh, James Crowder instead of Chase Claypool, I mean, we're, we're looking at a different game and a different playoff bracket and all that stuff. So Ryan had a chance to play spoiler. He gave it his, he gave it his all. And, um, you know, I, I mean, it's unfortunate for Ryan. I mean, obviously there's means there about the, the scheduling. Um, but I, I mean, obviously it's not something you, you actually control. Um, and I mean, Ryan's team probably was good enough to get into the playoffs. Uh, so it's, it's unfortunate that, um, you know, he, he wasn't able to, to get there, but, um, the former champ still has the ring. Um, and, and I'm sure he's going to get some good use out of it over the next few weeks, uh, while he still has it. Oh, you better believe it. That dick ring will get plenty of work. That dick honing device. Um, oh, jeez. No, he, yeah, he put up fourth most points on the season. He definitely didn't have, like, a bad team. Uh, it just, just some bad luck. I, I know, like many teams, he dealt with some injuries. Uh, but my prediction of him not making the playoffs came true, so... I like that. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean he didn't he didn't go to he didn't go to the Anne Frank Museum this year. And that's what oh, that's what really geez. impacted him. And early on he was making Jewish food on Sundays. He quit that. He he was just just out of rhythm this year. He did he didn't have it in the COVID season. Uh which is a shame. But uh, better luck next year for Ryan Meyer. And I guess on that note, we can touch on briefly on the last matchup that was Kevin and Kruger, which was a big result in that it gave you the one seed of Krug's losing. So that's big. I mean, yeah, I know well, Kevin did what he needed to do. Lately, but. Yeah, no, I, obviously, yeah, we're going to touch on that a bit later. Um, I mean, Kevin did what he needed to do in order to have a chance at the bye. Um, little to Kevin's, little did Kevin know that, uh, beating Kruger would actually end up helping me. Um, but, you know, that's, that's kind of how these things go or seem to go, at least in fantasy football. And certainly this year in fantasy football and in 2020 is outside of these screens of make believe football. Um, you know, Kevin put up a good game. Uh, Matt put up a good game. Uh, Matt's kind of faded a bit down the stretch. I don't know if that's indicative of the future. I mean, he's not playing Aaron Rodgers, which, I mean, we've talked about before, and I feel like it's worth mentioning. The guy has Aaron Rodgers as his, his team's logo, right? You know, you, you got to play Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is having an MP, MVP caliber season. Um, I, I mean, he's the sixth overall quarterback. Like, just just put him in, Matt. Come on, man. And he's your team picture. 
Yeah, so Why are you not logo. playing the guy who's your picture or who's your logo? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't, don't know. know. It's something he should change. Um, I, I mean, he should have traded Deshaun Watson to somebody. Uh, yeah, I. Not a lot of maybe got a better tight end. Uh, oh, no. It's, I mean, what, there, 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 there's only like two or three that I can think of that even happened. Yeah, well, one was between Jersey and Vinny that I think Vinny actually ended up getting maybe the better end of the deal for. Um, and I don't remember any of the other ones. Uh, there was at least one other one earlier in the year, but the Jerky Vinny one was the last one, I believe. Um, but yeah, not a lot of activity in terms of the trade market this year. Um, but yeah, on that note, I think we could probably, unless you had something else to say on that matchup, I think we can move on. Yeah, the only other thing that I had was, I, I think that the TNT guys say it best, happy trails, everybody. You too, Dylan. Happy trails. Hey, at yeah. least uh, there there is no toilet bowl for, for you and Ryan. Yeah, yeah, at least avoided that. Well, I don't give a shit about Ryan's sake. I care about my sake, but... Um, yeah, yeah, but I mean, Ryan it was our... really did not deserve it. You know, well, no, he would not have deserved that at all. He he did in some ways, but not in terms of having a a uh, poor performing fantasy football team. You know, who Ryan is as a person deserves it. You know, but but not in terms of you know a, a fantasy football team. No, I, that makes I sense. hear you. And and this was our version of burying the dead. Just now, we buried the dead. And now we move on to the winners of the of the league so far this year. The top six. Woo! And discuss the playoff bracket a little bit. As I know there is yeah. confusion this morning, which every we've done this we've done this type of thing the last like three, if not last four years, and people still are yeah. confused by the fact that whatever ESPN says is not exactly the law. Because once we found out that I have the ability to change things, we implemented our own rules, and everyone seems to forget about it each year. So I don't know what that's about. Are Are you saying? I mean, I I forgot. Well, you like yeah. There are multiple people, but it, it seems like Did people forget every you? year, and I just don't understand it. No, there were there were you and I think Joel and Nick. Three, those three people said something in the chat this morning, confusion, and I'm, I, I, I don't know. I thought this was all knowledge. I, I just forgot. Um, and I, I was more confused with just what was I, because I didn't see anything in the chat about it. Um, so I, I, I just kind of was like more, what was going on even? Like, why is this a discussion? I mean. I, I mean, honestly, Matt, Matt should be probably the one seed, but um, on the other hand, fuck Matt. I mean, I'm I'm clearly the better team, so. Yeah, when when there's only two people, it's based on head-to-head. And, yeah, he outscored you by a shit ton, but you somehow beat him in the week that you played each other. So, yeah, you earned the one seed based on that. So, even... 
Yeah. And ESPN does not allow me to change seeding, so it lists you as the two seed, but you are the one seed. So yeah. Well, that's and, why you're and, and let me just let me let me let me just say, I I started off the the year with with a very good win. I put up like 180 points, right? And then from there, I had some injuries. My team wasn't performing as it should. Um, and, and, and then I went to one and four. And I rattled off eight wins. And I don't care how I got there. I don't care what anybody wants to say with that. Winning eight games in a row in fantasy football deserves some kind of recognition. And I don't want the recognition because that means I'm going to end up losing in the playoffs. So I appreciate everybody playing along and continuing to, like, just poop on my team and my effort. But as the, the, the coach, the owner, the GM of Password is Taco, my team has been ridden off countless years. Um, and I, I just want to say, after I changed the logo to the new Adventure Time gift, we have won eight games in a row. Um, and that's noteworthy. I, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care how it was done, what the scores were in some of those games. For the most part, each week, I scored more than a majority of the other teams in the league. If I played a majority of, or if I played most of the other teams in any given of those weeks for the last nine weeks or for the last eight weeks, I would have won. So, I mean, yeah, I had one week where it wasn't, you know, all that impressive. I think I put up 90 points. Um, but I mean, my team had a definite turnaround. Um, and, you know, do I, do I deserve the one seed? Maybe not, but I, I'm proud of these, these guys' effort. Um, I'm proud of, I'm proud of this team. Um, and we definitely deserve to be in the playoffs. So, um, screw the haters. We're, we're taking, we're taking this year by storm. Uh, you know, uh, you know what you're due for after winning eight in a row? I'll just say that. Uh, um, but, uh, no, you, yes, you're very impressive winning eight in a row. You, you earned the one seed. Uh, we'll see what happens going forward. But, uh, yeah, you're obviously deserving of being in the playoffs and you earned that by. Like you said, winning eight in a row is impressive and, uh, it certainly is. Dylan, can I ask you a question? What's that? Did uh did uh the twenty uh twenty twelve Yukon men's team with Kendall Walker did did they uh were they due for a loss at any point uh during their run? Different scenarios. That's, that's, I mean that's you're talking that's what we're you're dealing talking with about right now. You're talking about an NCAA tournament run led by a star point guard who has the ability to, like, make a huge run as opposed to your fantasy football team. And no, there's, I don't see the correlation. That's a, that's a Dan Gadsby. I have Devontae Adams. I have Devontae Adams. I have former league MVP Lamar Jackson. I, I I don't know what more I need. You know, I, I have position players. I, I, all my guys are in like the top twenty in their position. So you know, I, you know, we can continue to hate. It's cool. You know, I we're looking forward to it. I I'm literally the best team in in the whole league. So that's I mean I think that speaks for itself. 
I mean, just because you're the one seed doesn't mean you're the best team. But uh, I guess I don't. What's the point of the regular season then? Well, we're not going to get anywhere with this conversation, honestly. So we should just keep moving on. Um, uh, yeah, you're the one seed. Groups is the two seed. He is the other by. He's been the dominant figure all year long. Uh, scary for any team to be playing in the playoffs. Uh, and he's already just in the final four, which is, But we'll see. He's going to be in America now. He's coming back to America this weekend, so we'll see what happens with Cruz. Oh, is he really? Wow. Spending the whole year in Europe until now, or the whole season in Europe till now. So we'll see what happens for Krug. Might change. It's a factor. It was brought up on last week's podcast. It's it's a thing. You know, and and notably – if you look at, and obviously Matt has a bye this week, but if you look who he's starting at quarterback, he's back. Aaron Rodgers, he's starting him. What does it mean? I think so. I, I'm surprised it hasn't been like that all year. So. Yeah, he flipped off. I don't know. I, for some reason, and I, I never really got it. But whatever. I mean, Deshaun's rated higher. I mean, he's arguably put up uh, slightly more points on the year. Uh, one more point on the year. So, whatever you, you go with, you all know. But, yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but, I mean, yeah, Matt has a scary team. I don't want to play him. I, I don't know anybody that does. I mean, half of his roster is uh, rostered by, like, 90-plus percent of uh, fantasy teams. So, I, I mean, it's a scary team. It's a scary roster. I mean, he has weapons on weapons. I mean, he could have, you know, two or three of his starters could get hurt, and, and Matt still is going to be a championship contender. So, um, I mean, he he is the clear favorite to um, advance to the championship game. I know we're going to get into that a little bit later, but um, yeah, I mean, obviously, you can't say enough about Matt's team this year. It's it, it's poised. It's ready. Um, it's kind of hobbled, I'll say, into the playoffs. Um, you know, he was looking like he might not even lose a game, and he's had a couple of rough games of late, but Matt's looking real good, um, even with that. He's, his team is still healthy, and uh, he's, he's definitely the team to beat. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree with you there. And on that note, do you want to touch on the teams and the other teams individually, or should we just start breaking down their matchups? I think we can just break down their matchups. Works for me. We can talk about them obviously during the course of it. But uh, yeah, which which matchup would you like to start with? Oh man, um, I mean let's. Let's talk about Jersey and Nick Paul just because I think it, Nick Paul is the only team here that hasn't has never been in a championship game, right? At least in in a very long time. Yes, that's correct. The playoff field is three champions, two men who have made a finals, and Nick Paul. The person people have talked about for years is finally breaking through and maybe it's his year. 
It could be the year. He's six six and one. He had lost five in a row until last week, and he just fucking he made sure he was making the playoffs with that one eighty two bomb. Um, <laughs> I mean, he would have beaten anyone. He would have beaten anyone uh, last week, but he also got just the cherry on top of playing Joel and massacring him by over a hundred. But now he's got a stiffer test against the general who, I mean, this is what Jerky lives for, the playoffs. He fucking loves this. And yeah. he, he had some struggles during the course of the year. I mean, he was applying a tourniquet a few weeks back, but he stopped the bleeding. He's recovered. He's back on the horse leading his men. And I'm really excited for this this matchup and for these two guys to be in the playoffs here. I, I, I very much agree. Um, I, I, I just got to say uh, to Nick Paul, cause I know he's, he's listening um, that, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Dylan and I have talked for a long time about the bad luck that Nick Paul has encountered season after season. Um, so I, I mean, even if Nick Paul loses this game, Obviously, that's not going to be there, – there are no consolation prizes um, in life or fantasy football. But, um, you know, it's got to feel at least a little good for Nick Paul right now. I mean, he's got he's to be a little happy. Um, this is a moment of celebration to, to get to the playoffs um, with a team that's mostly healthy. Um, you know, he, he doesn't have, you know, showstoppers. Um you know, his team last week showed that he's capable of putting up big numbers. But, you know, that's that hasn't been Nick Paul's uh, M.O. this year. Um, you know, DeAndre Hopkins uh, looking like a guy, you know, top five for receiving. Um, Russell Wilson having a great year. Um, maybe was in some MVP discussions earlier in the year. Uh, and maybe even still in, in some people's uh, books. Um you know, Darren Walker, uh, a really great tight end. Um, obviously, to the top of the fucking <laughs> the top of the charts this after his like last few weeks. But I mean, he's had a good year. Uh, a couple of twenty plus games, uh, a thirty plus game, a fifty plus game. So, um, you know, and then you look at at, at Jergy, um, who obviously wants it more than anybody in the league. Um, and and Jergy's team, um, you know, it's not really. I'm not a huge fan of Taysom, Taysom Hill. Um, not a big fan of Chris Carson, who's also questionable. I'm not sure, you know, digging into that, what what the chances are of him playing. Raheem Mostert spent had kind of a roller coaster year. Julio Jones, questionable. He's been uh, injured off and on. Cooper Cup from the the Vinny trade we talked about. Um, you know, has had a solid year. Uh, Gronk has had an okay year. Michael Thomas, you know, has been hurt for a lot of it. Breeze has been hurt for a lot of it. Um, so, you know, I, 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 are we are we doing predictions here, Dylan, or are we are we holding off until uh, a little bit later? Are we just kind of discussing right now? Oh yeah, oh yeah, predictions now for these matchups. Okay, okay. Um, so I, I mean, I'm going to give it to Nick Paul here. Um, I, I really like, 
Nick Paul's, uh, I'm not sure what the, the matchups are looking like, but um, I, I, I'm leaning Nick Paul. Um, I think, let's see, he's got, I, I like, actually, I really like his matchups. Wilson against the Jets, Johnson against Chicago is not superb, but it is what it is. Um, uh, Miles Gaskin, Kansas City, that's solid. DeAndre Half Hopkins against the Giants is great. Um, Corey Davis against Jacksonville is great. Um, Darren Waller against Indianapolis is great. Lazard against Detroit is great. So, um, I think Nick Paul's matchups are there. Um, and I just like his talent level a little bit more. I, I'm predicting Nick Paul moves on, uh, to the, to the semifinals, um, with a, with a matchup against yours truly. Uh, Big Fish versus Big Cheese. Look out. Uh, yeah, like you, like you had mentioned before, Jergy, he had been dealing with Julio being out and Michael Thomas, like for a lot of the year. Now he's finally got his guns in there. Uh, I don't, I think Michael Thomas's ceiling is really limited with Taysom Hill being in there. So I think that's tough, but Taysom Hill, I think on his own should do well against Philly. Uh, Overall, I think the matchups, like you said, favor Nick Paul's team. As opposed, I think I think Jergy has the more talented team, but I like the the matchups for Nick Paul, and I think the like his X Factor guys have good matchups too, like Russell Wilson and Hopkins and Waller against Indy. Although I don't expect him to put up like 50 some again, and I don't expect 39 out of Corey Davis again. Although Jacksonville is a team that you can exploit, but uh, yeah, that I, I wouldn't anticipate another 30 bomb, near 40 bomb from him. Uh, it's close, but I, I think I'm going to have to agree with you here and pick Nick Paul in an upset. I, I think maybe wow. the stars just align with Nick Paul. He was he was sandbagging for five weeks there. Uh just <laughs> he he was just biding his time. He knew that his if he would just got to week thirteen he could win, make a big impact and get the momentum going his way into the playoffs and yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna ride with Nick Paul in the upset and big cheese versus big fish in the in the second round. Did you say Nick Paul might be Biden his time? I I did say that. Not not emphasis <laughs> on the, the Biden instead of in, but yeah. Um, but no, I mean I think uh, I mean Nick Paul's probably you know this is you know he lost he lost 119 to 78 week 12. Um, so, you know, I think Nick Paul's really fighting for something here. And, and I mean, you know, I, obviously if anybody I think in these playoffs wants it more than, than, than Jergy, it's got to be Nick Paul. I mean, he's, he's tasting the sweet, sweet, uh, juices of, of the Barnhart fantasy football, uh, playoffs. I mean, he's got to be ready to go. Um, I, I'm looking forward to to watching it this week. I think it'll be a I think it'll be a good fight either way. But well, and, um, with and that, someone like him, sorry, oh, 
sorry. No, we can we can segue. Sorry, we'll keep going. I was just going to say. With that said, uh, we can move on to uh, another classic matchup: uh, Peter Barnhart, uh, the, the 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 one of the league's namesakes, uh, versus uh, the Revolver, Mr. Kevin Clark. Um, Kevin Clark last in a championship game not too long ago. Um, and, and beat Pete in week 12, uh, 172 to 161. Um, interesting, interesting matchup here. Uh, Dylan, I don't know if you want to kind of start and go into yeah. it a little bit more. Yeah. So this is of the two matchups. I think this will be the higher scoring one. And I think is overall the more star studded matchup. Uh, just, I mean, you have Pete's team who's, even though the six and seven record still one of the best in the league and high scoring this year where we have, and then we have Kevin Clark who good season at eight and five credit to him really did well this year. Um, and yeah, he found a way to dance his way into the playoffs. Uh, he, he did put week 12, which you mentioned was a huge week because that's when his Chiefs went off and, and Pete was feeling real bad at that point, I know. It, I mean, it forced Pete into having to win in week 13. I, I know that was really frustrating for him to be in a back against the wall type place, but he, he was able to find his way with a win in week 13. Now he's got Kevin and that matchup against the Chiefs again. Uh, Dolphins, tougher defense, but I think those Chiefs should still have success. I know Pete has one of them with Kelsey, but, um, I mean, Mahomes should have a good week, and you'd expect Tyreek Hill to be good, too. I like like JT against those Raiders this week. Uh, Aaron Jones, he's kind of been hit or miss. Uh, I mean, last week was a hit, but before that, he his last five weeks, 12, 12, 13, 17, 10, not horrible. I mean, definitely not a bad floor to have, but I think you'd hope for a little bit more consistently from him. I mean, still number five running back on the year, so I'm, I'm not saying that this guy's a chump, but I think he'd hope for a little bit higher consistency from him. Um, and then, and then you have Pete's team who he's got Kyler Murray against the Giants. Hell of a matchup. Derrick Henry didn't have so hot of a week last week just because they were down early and often throughout that game. Big. So I think there, I think it'll be a Derrick Henry week. He should, he should have a big week. Uh, other than that, I mean, the, I'm not in love with the matchups beyond Murray and Henry for Pete this week. And I, I don't know. I I can't believe that I'm about to be in a position where Jersey and Pete are in different matchups, and I'm going to pick against both of them. I wouldn't have expected that before this podcast, but I think I'm somehow going Kevin in this matchup. I don't know how, Oh, yeah. uh, but I find uh, – yeah. He's dancing. He's going to do a tango on Pete, I think. It's, it's wow. crazy. 
it's unexpected, but I think somehow it's going to happen. What say you, Fish? It's crazy. It's it's unexpected. It's 2020. I I and it it really is a tough one. I, I mean, you have two. You have the number one and the number two overall quarterbacks in Mahomes and Murray. Um, you have the three and five running backs in Jones and Henry. Um, you have two very solid, very, very solid. I mean, James Conner even more so, much more talented, but two solid running backs this year in, in Taylor and Conner. Um, Diggs is good. Tyree Kill is, you know, the best receiver, one of the best receivers in the league, um, but is questionable. Um, I mean, Marvin Jones is solid. Kelchi is going to be capped by Mahomes, so that's troublesome for Pete. Um, Ebron, I'm not a fan of, so I think that's kind of a wash. Um, Juju versus some guy I've never even fucking heard of, so that, that goes to Juju. Um, so, I mean, it's tough. I, I mean, it really is. I mean, this is a, this is going to be a close, I mean, this should be a close, close game. Um, I, I think it comes down to whether or not Tyreek, uh, ends up playing, um, and I think he I think he will so long as there isn't some weird uh, COVID thing. Um, looks like just clicking in on it. It shouldn't be COVID, but he is maybe dealing with some sort of an illness. Um, so I, I mean, if it is COVID, obviously, I, I mean, I think that that lends itself to Pete potentially winning here, um, but. I I think I'm gonna I, I think I have to agree. I think um just looking at the matchups, um you know, Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, uh that's tough to that's a tough one two punch to overcome. Uh Aaron Jones against Detroit is gonna be just feasting. Um and and Juju uh against Buffalo, hey, that's not a great matchup either, but I think um I, I I just I like Kevin's I like Kevin's team just a little bit more and I think the the matchups are kind of there so um, I'm I'm gonna go with Kevin in this one I think I, I I'm it, same as you said you know if you would have told me before this podcast that we'd be picking against Pete and Jergy I I would have I would have slapped myself in the face I'd be so surprised but. I, I guess that's the year we're we're in and the situation that we find ourselves uh upon. So let's uh I'll uh just up up for Marin. I well one thing I don't wanna gloss over the fact did you not know who Brandon Ayuk is? No, I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh my god, Al. I, yeah, I what? had to bring that. It's the 35th overall. It's the 35th overall wide receiver. I don't know who the it's, No, you should know who that is. He's been around. I don't this year. I don't. I have no idea who that is. This is the first time I've seen that name. I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> All right. Well, shall we move on to predictions for the whole playoffs now? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. Which I know you're slightly biased, um, but uh, in our predictions in the next round we have you versus Nick, and then Kevin and Kruger, 
Uh, yeah. Well, obviously, next week we'll go into more about matchups and obviously if it's those guys who are winning or, or not. But I I don't know. I, I, I Going into the podcast, I wouldn't have expected predicting you to be in the finals, but I guess based on the Nick Paul thing, I don't know. I, I guess by default, I'd it would tough to pick Nick Paul again if he was able to win. I think he's a guy who can win a matchup, but I don't know if his team's savvy enough to get two in a row. So I think I'm going to go you in the finals against, I mean, how can I go against Kruger? And then, and then of course, you know, who I, who I think will win then. So, I'm going chalky overall, going upsets a little bit in the first round, but after that, chalky. And I think Krugs beats you in the finals, and Krugs gets his first championship. Well, and, and I just want to point out, true true chalk is going the the, the overall number one seed. So I, I just want to I just want to clarify that for our, for our listeners at home. Um, that might be confused at, at who the number one seed might actually be. So, um, but I think in everyone, but I think even though you're the number one seed, I think everyone pretty much, despite other than you, I think everyone views Kruger as like the true top team in the league. So that's why yeah, I, was I mean, I'm shock. I, I, I mean, I understand the disrespect. I mean, I understand the hate. I understand the salt from the rest of the team that wishes that they were, you know, in uh, Devontae Adams' shoes. They they wish that Lamar Jackson was their quarterback. I get that. Um, so, you know, I I, I mean, I, I got to predict, you know, myself uh, obviously beating Nick Paul. Um, I think you're, you're spot on. It's going to be a matchup of Matt and myself, which – you know, in, in all seriousness, I mean that's we we've talked about this in years past. Um, is is surprising because uh, a lot of times the number one seed ends up getting uh, they end up losing in the in the in their first round, which which is the the second round of the playoffs. Um, but but this this is a different year. You know, a lot of a lot of times the number one and the number two seed kind of seem like they're losing steam by the end of it, but. You know, in my team, kind of seems like you know Adams is rolling. You know, some of my guys are healthy and playing really well. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not under any illusion that playing Matt in the playoffs or in the championship game or even playing Nick Paul won't won't be a challenge. I mean, obviously, you know, those are two very talented teams um, that. You know, would would give me. I mean, even playing Jergy, if I end up playing Jergy, I mean that that would be a tough matchup too. So, um, but I, I have full faith in my guys. Um, I think we're running the table. Um, I, I can't say enough about the effort this year from my guys. So, um, you know, obviously Matt's team is going to be scary. But hey, what's what's the phrase? Any given Sunday. So, you know, whether it be any given Sunday or probably with COVID, the last week is probably going to be like any given Wednesday. Uh, but we're, we're just going to keep on trucking on, doing what we do best. You know, I, I, I stood up here 
or I stood in your living room uh, a couple months back. I said, hey, my team is underrated. Nobody else believed in me. Look at where we are now. So we're just happy to be here. We're going to have fun with it. And and that's I, – I think I'm predicting myself to, to win it all. Hey, at least uh, at least in your case, a lot of times the best team doesn't exactly win the playoffs. So you have that going <laughs> for you. If if I win this, Dylan, I, I I expect you to get on this podcast and admit that I had the best team in the league. You, I if I if I end up winning, uh, what would be ten games in a row? There, there is no dispute that I had the best team. You, you can't. There, there's, there's no going to be like looking back and saying Matt had the best team. But well, I'm, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Thankfully for me, there's no recap podcast of the final week. So even if that does happen, I don't have to do yeah, that. I'll, so that I'll, I'll hold it over until the following year. <laughs> oh, I know you wouldn't let me forget it for fucking nine months or leading up to it i wouldn't hear the end of it so um yeah i i don't want that to happen i don't want to hear hear that for a long time um but no it will be an interesting playoffs i'm glad there's a little saltiness going on or a lot of saltiness from not not saying you're salty but well, not exactly just you being salty. I think there's saltiness from a lot of different sides. And, uh, you know, Al, people still don't forget. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. And you know what I mean by that. But, um, yeah. I don't know what you mean by that. Come on. We texted about it like a week ago. But anyways, uh. As someone who is on the outside of the playoffs, I still think it'll be fun to see what happens, and and it'll be a fun Sunday. I can't wait for drama in the chat, saltiness. I'm excited for it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking up what it what it was, but um, I don't know. Anyways. Um, yeah, I mean it'll it'll be a fun it'll be a fun playoffs either way. I mean I think the the interesting thing with this playoffs is, I mean you could conceivably see any team coming out of here, right? I mean Matt's had a bunch of games recently that his team just hasn't put up the points that um, they should, or you know, I mean you could get to a point where I mean the Packers might rest Rodgers if uh, they're that far ahead in the division and uh, maybe they've clinched the one seed or something like that. I mean that's who knows what's going to happen these next three weeks of, of football um, with COVID and, and everything else going on. So it'll be really interesting. It'll be a lot of fun. Um, as always, I mean, it's been it's been a real blast doing this podcast with you this year, bud. So, um, yeah, and, and thanks to everybody for listening. Um, obviously, I know some people are going to drop off after this week, and some people, most people probably haven't even gotten this far, but... Um, you know, in any case, I mean, we, we certainly appreciate everybody listening. Um, I think that'll, that'll probably do it for us. Uh, appreciate everything and everyone. Best of luck to, to the rest of the, the six teams still in it. 
Um, and we'll see, you, we'll see you next week unless you have anything else, Bill. No, that's it. Uh, good luck, everyone. And can't wait to see how the first week, week of the playoffs shakes out. Uh, look forward to next week's podcast. And everyone be safe, be healthy. Good luck. And that's it for this week. Doodles. Adios. And the night got deathly quiet And his face lost all expression Said if you're gonna play the game, boy You gotta learn to play it right You got to know when to hold up Know when to fold up Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done Every gambler knows That the secret to surviving Is knowing what to throw away Knowing what to keep Cause every hand's a winner And every hand's a loser And the best that you can hope for Is to die in your sleep And when he finished Turned back toward the window Crushed out a cigarette Faded off to sleep And somewhere in the darkness The gambler, he broke even But in his final words I found an ace that I could keep You got to know when to hold them Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run you never count your money When you're sitting at the table There'll be time enough for counting When the dealing's done You got to know when to hold them when to hold. Know when to fold them Know when to walk away And know when to run You never count your money when you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting. When the dealing's done, you got to know when to hold up. Know 